Mike's Daily Podcast. FFF episode 1453. 1453, and I'm Mike Matthews, broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Valley. Today, we get to Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, Bison, Bentley, and some interesting news stories. We'll take our little scavenger hunt through the news stories on the segment Mike's Scavenger Hunt. I have to tell you, today I'm having all kinds Mike's of... Mike's Daily Podcast. Wonderful technical issues, and that means this is going to be a wonderful show, because when that happens, I am all on edge and... Mike's Daily Podcast I can't keep it together Hey, let's think about Puerto Rico Where things are not so great Where things are not so neato And they still need power And their economic system is a disaster And then here comes Trump And he's not made of alabaster And he is also very passive-aggressive Mike's Daily podcast. He gets up there and he goes, You know, Katrina, a bunch of people died. How many people died here? Mike's. What, like 16? Daily. And you guys need all this money. Podcast. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Do you like my Trump? That was, that's how he was. Did you hear all the, I heard the recordings over and over again yesterday at, Oh my gosh. Which is a very good thing. Which is a very, very good thing. Not a good thing. Because you are a showboat and a grandstander. He's a showboat. He's a grandstander. No, you are. He's a showboat. He's a grandstander. No, you... Look who just walked in. Hello, Michael Marshall. It's my dog. Ooh, the bigger. What is this show about today? Ooh. It's about me hoping this computer doesn't crash while I'm recording this. Because, folks, I don't have much time to do this show. I don't know if you know. I have a small window to get this on. I have to walk a small tight walk, a boardwalk, if you will. Hey, look who else walked in. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, did you think of anything else to do with us in the character development area? Hmm. Nope. As far as I know, you still are in the parking lot, parking people's cars, or maintaining it or something, and Bison Bentley just has his annoying voice. Thanks, Mike! Do you know that? Michael Masu, what were you saying about Puerto Rico? Yeah, just the... Trump visiting was more like him showing up and going, Come on, you guys! And here's today's podcast picture. Quit bellyaching. Let's get it together. Once again, my wonderful East Coast accent. Which shows you I have like never been to the East Coast. Actually, I was just at the East Coast. And that's what this picture is about. Florida. Where there is this wonderful thing called Daytona Beach. And I got to hang out with my mom and her boyfriend. And her boyfriend's kids and everybody had her his kids are like my age everybody had these thick eastern east coast accents new york i don't know they weren't new england oh i did talk to a guy from new england though oh i didn't even tell this i went to see my mom calls me up just before i left for daytona beach and said hey do you want to see avita i go sure she goes, we've seen it before, haven't we? I go, Mom, yeah, we saw it in Santa Barbara like back in the 90s and I took Debbie Wurtenberger. She goes, no, you took that Julie girl. 
Oh, right, Julie. That's it, Julie. From work, Julie. Who actually, now I live about... I live about 10 minutes away from Julie. I know she lives in Dublin somewhere, and we've not ever spoken outside of Facebook, so... It's kind of a bizarre relationship. Anyways, cafe anyways. There, uh, she goes, yeah, do you want to see Evita? Anyway. And I go, sure. And so we go to see Evita at this place in Flagler Beach. It's a place called Flagler Beach. And I had actually never really explored Flagler Beach. It's, it's part of it's on the ocean. And there's these beautiful, big, huge outdoor patio places like, uh, they don't just have a deck outside on the bottom floor. They put a deck up on the roof. They do this, like, I guess they do this a lot in Florida now, where you can sit up really high, two stories up, look out over the ocean, and yeah, you get wind blown if it's a windy day, but it's a nice little boardwalk up there. And you can be up there and have your drink, your, your hard booze, frou-frou drink, or your beer, wine, or whatever. Cafe whatever And we end up going to the Flagler High School Because my mom thought it was there Turned out it was at Flagler Playhouse So we were at the high school for about 30 minutes And I'm looking around and I'm saying Mom, I don't see any signs for Avita. There's nobody here There's like a couple of high school kids walking by Later that day Alright, well hey, I don't know We were going to get this thing This dip, dip, dip thing Sound Oh, it looks like it's not happening. All right. Well, apparently the uh, computer just crashed. Uh, just like I thought it would. Ugh. Okay. Well, I said to my mom, is there a different place? This Flagler Playhouse. Is this a different place than the, the, the high school? And she goes, yes. Wait. And I looked on my smartphone and go, uh, mom, it's at the Flagler Playhouse. So it was just a few. It was like six minutes away. So we went to that and saw Avita. And sitting next to me was this guy from the East Coast somewhere, uh, uh, Maine or Connecticut. I don't know. He had a New England accent, I think it was. And he goes, oh, this is going to be wonderful. This is the best musical ever. I, have you seen a lot of musicals? Musicals are great, aren't they? I love musicals. And he kept talking to me through the whole thing. He's probably in his 70s. Funny old guy. But he, well... This production of Evita was not very good. And my mom and I are just sort of, oh boy, rolling our eyes through the whole thing. And he ke keeps tapping my arm. Hey, hey, isn't this the best musical ever? Oh my God, it's awesome, isn't it? This is, uh, and just imagine that with a New England accent with Kaz and Pac and the, the wicked, wicked, uh, nice uh, uh, Pete's Wicked Ale. Mmm, I could go for some Pete's Wicked Ale right now, pumpkin. Delish. At any rate, that was a fun trip to Daytona Beach. I had a fun time at Flagler Beach. Got to see Flagler and the wonderful Flagler Playhouse, which they converted out of a church. They made this beautiful stage and everything out of the church. Just the people there, they, you know, they were like old theater hacks who they, they, the only reason why they're still in theater is because they still gotta, they gotta dance, they gotta act. And if you're hearing a thump, thump, thump noise, it's because I'm apparently having a hurricane here at Cafe anyway, and all kinds of noises are happening, superfluous noises. Wonderful. I sure love the 
equipment here at Cafe Anyway. All right, let's get to the segment. Oh, by the way, Mike'sDailyPodcast.com is the wonderful website you can go to where you can do things like you can, um, I don't know, you can like dance if you want to. You can uh, go to the website, mikesdailypodcast.com, and, and buy things through the Amazon link, and there's a PayPal there, too, and see the past podcast pictures. Okay, this is the segment that we like to call... Mike's Scavenger Hunt. Looking for some interesting stuff here. Okay, Secretary of State Rex Tillerson was on the verge of resigning this past summer amid mounting policy disputes and clashes with the White House. This according to multiple senior administration officials who were aware of the situation at the time. The tensions came to a head around the time Donald Trump delivered a politicized speech in late July to the Boy Scouts of America, an organization Tillerson once led. Just days earlier, Tillerson had openly disparaged the president, referring to him as a moron after a July 20th meeting at the Pentagon with members of Trump's national security team and cabinet officials. This according to three officials familiar with the incident. It is unclear if he was aware of the incident. Vice President Mike Pence counseled Tillerson, who is fourth in line to the presidency, on ways to ease tension with Trump and other top administration officials, urging him to remain in the job at least until the end of the year. Officials said that the administration beset then by a series of high-level firings and resignations would have struggled to manage the fallout from a cabinet secretary of his stature departing within the first year of Trump's presidency. Um, Prince has since spoken to Tillerson about being respectful of the president in meetings and in public, urging that any disagreements he sorted out privately. Gosh, it is so important. If you're going to have Trump as president, you got to have this vice president. That's for sure. Mike Pence seems to... If he writes a book someday, he will have lots of stories to tell about how he kept things together. Once again, I apologize for this weird thing going on with my computer. I see I'm getting little clips and stuff. Now, uh, it, it is not... It's not organized military opposition to Trump, but day-by-day generals and admirals are publicly stepping up and directly giving the American public their views in ways that don't match the Twitter rhetoric of Trump. Nowhere was that made clearer than in the recent video of Air Force Academy Superintendent Lieutenant General Jay Silveria speaking to cadets after racist slurs were posted on message boards of five black cadet candidates at the Air Force Academy Preparatory School. If you can't treat someone with dignity and respect, then you need to get out, he said. If you can't treat someone from another, another gender, whether that's a man or a woman with dignity and respect, then you need to get out. If you demean someone in any way, then you need to get out. And if you can't treat someone from another race or a different color, skin, with dignity and respect, then you need to get out. The visibly furious general told his troops. Interesting. In Puerto Rico, it's much the same thing. While Trump calls for local Puerto Ricans to do more, the three-star army general in charge of military relief operations has another view. That's Lieutenant General Jeffrey Buchanan, within hours of arriving, said, more help and more troops were needed. It's not enough, and we're bringing more in, he said. More helicopters are now there to ferry aid to remote areas, something local truckers cannot yet do. A three-star commander is on the front line of one of the worst natural disasters to hit millions of Americans, speaking bluntly off the cuff without White House spin meisters in control of his answers. Now to 
Vegas authorities investigating the mass shooting, the deadliest in modern U.S. history, are preparing to question the girlfriend of gunman Stephen Paddock, but has flown back to America after being named a person of interest in the criminal case. As fresh details of the meticulous planning of the massacre were revealed by investigators, uh, they, they said at a press conference that detectives were in contact with Mary Lou Danley, is her name, traveling in the Philippines at the time of the killings. And so we'll get more info about that. The EU regulators are expected to order Amazon today to pay Luxembourg millions of euros in back taxes. A person familiar with the matter said the latest global company to be hit by an EU crackdown on unfair tax deals. The European Commission ruling wraps up a three-year-long investigation into whether Amazon received an unfair advantage based on a 2003 Luxembourg tax ruling, which allows an Amazon subsidiary to pay less tax there than other companies. The EU competitor competition enforcer estimated a tax bill of about 400 million euros a year ago. A revised figure is likely to be issued following discussions with other departments in the commission. Amazon declined to comment. Amazon, Amazon, you are morons. Seriously, if you're going to use Amazon, go through MikeStillyPodcast.com and click on the Amazon link, and that helps us out. But also, if you're going to use Amazon, remember, there are a bunch of other websites that do the same thing Amazon do, does. Uh, you can go to like Costco.com or there's a myriad of these websites. I can't think of any at the moment, but if you use the Google shopping um, section of your search on Google and shows all the different web, like when I search for shoes or what have you, I use that. Click, 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 love all this background noise. Good job, Salem, with your computers. Yahoo, and this is something I'm going to complain about today, and it, nothing's going to get done. Nothing. So, ugh, I might stop doing my podcast altogether with all this. I can't get things fixed here. I mean, a cafe anyway. Yahoo on Tuesday said that all three billion of its accounts were hacked. In that 2013 data theft. All. Tripling its earlier estimate of the size of the largest breach in history. Oh my god. The news expands the likely number and claims of class action lawsuits by shareholders and Yahoo account holders. The early face of the internet for many in the world, Yahoo, already faced at least 41 consumer class action lawsuits in the U.S. federal and state courts. Dang. Lots of lawsuits. But here's the thing. You just have to go through life now expecting that you've been hacked. And do the proper preparation or the proper monitoring of all of everything you have. Your emails, your credit cards, anything that holds value to you that's on the internet. You must keep an eye on. Expect it to be compromised and be vigilant. I know that's a negative view of things, but I have to go outside a cafe anyway. Where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. And yesterday's show was called Southern in honor of Tom Petty who passed away. And he had 
an album that I enjoyed called Southern Accents. Came out in 1985. Had that song, Don't Come Around Here No More. And he had a song called, Hey, 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 I was born a rebel down in Dixie on Sunday morning. Well, he had a Confederate flag on stage during that tour, if you don't remember. It was a decision that two decades later, Tom Petty would call downright stupid. I wish I'd given it more thought, he said to Rolling Stone in 2015. Just as South Carolina decided to lower the Confederate flag from their statehouse grounds, bringing praise from some rockers and criticism from others who used it during their acts, Petty said the imagery shouldn't be applauded. You know, it's a bit ironic. It's the only time that I know of where we defeated a country in a war and then flew their flag. He said with a laugh, isn't Kid Rock from the Midwest? (laughs) Kid Rock who loves to show the Confederate flag at his shows. I think they were on the other side of the Civil War, he pointed out very intelligently. Southern Accents initially was intended as a concept album, but the consensus was that it was not a, a, a fully realized concept album. You know, another interesting thing about that album was it had several producers. It had one of them being David Stewart from the Eurythmics who produced Don't Come Around Here No More. It is one of my favorite albums by Tom Petty because it is so varied. Every song is different. It's not just the same Tom Petty song. It was Everything was really different. I liked Full Moon Fever for similar reasons because he had some interesting different producers working on that. But still, several of the songs were clearly inspired by the South on Southern accents. While Los Angeles had been the band's home for nearly a decade at that point, They hailed from Gainesville, Florida, and spent a significant amount of time in the South during a previous tour. Uh, While opening the song, while writing the opening track, Rebel, he said, I was just thinking about the average young guy down there who is brought up in this tradition that tells you this is the way that it's always been and the way it should be. I'm not just talking about jobs, but a whole way of living. Well... That's the end of the show. I want to thank you for listening to it and taking this boardwalk ride that's been a bit rickety through the world. Next show, it's going to be Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. And you might hear the sound of me throwing a computer out the window. Wouldn't that be fun? Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.